Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. It's a beautiful day out there today, and... Uh, we just need to rejoice in the Lord in it. Um, we're going to talk about, we're going to go to Psalms, the 95th chapter, verses 1 through 7. It says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and flock under his care. I know that's probably a little bit different translation if... Um, but anyway, it says five times for us to let us. It doesn't say let them. It's let us. That means us. We need to be where we lift up the Lord. Um, there's ten reasons in Psalms 95, the third verse. It says ten, ten reasons to worship God. And I know we've talked about worshiping and stuff, but I want to kind of bring all this together. It says, Jehovah is a great God and a great king above all gods. He holds all the deep places of the earth in his hand. The strength of the hills is his. The sea is his. He made the sea. His hands formed the dry land. He is our maker. He is our God. We are his people and we are the sheep of his pasture. You know... Above all these things, we're, we're supposed to guard our heart and make sure that we don't allow anything to get into our lives. And if we would make sure that, that he is where we're worshiping and worshiping him and giving him the praise, then there's not any place allowed to be able to, um, for the enemy to come into your heart. It talks about, you know, um, in Philippians, the fourth chapter, and it goes in the eighth, eight through nine, it talks about, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So if you're worshiping God and you're praising God, 
you don't have any time to get any wrong thoughts or wrong something come out of our mouth wrong it says those things which we sorry let's back up those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the god of peace shall be with you philippians chapter the it's verse 8 it says this is the amplified and now brothers as i close this letter let me say this one thing fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right think about things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine good things in others think about all you can to praise god for and be glad about it keep putting into practice all that you have learned from me and saw me do doing and the god of peace will be with you you know if we fix our mind upon the lord and 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 dwell upon those things that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and good to report (coughs) the enemy cannot allow the things to come in i'm sorry i said that wrong the we will not allow the enemy to put those thoughts you know to be able to to let those thoughts in you know, the, we, we need to always uh, dwell upon the Lord and dwell upon the things of Him. And it's something to where if He could call, cause the rocks to cry out and worship Him, how much greater do you think He loves the praises of His people? You know, we're a, we're a live being that gives Him worship and praise. You know, and, and uh, I was... Um, talking to tim just a few minutes ago and and you know a long time ago on facebook i seen something that you know if you think you can't do it there's some examples in the bible that of of different people that god just took care of god saved them you know god took care of the need or he you know it was something to where he knew what uh, each one had done you know, it, it goes back and it says Noah was a drunk and Abraham was too old. You know, a lot of us think that we can't do anything because of how old we are. Isaac was a daydreamer. That was not a bad thing, but, you know, sometimes we think we have to always look at the reality around about us, but sometimes God gives us dreams. He gives us, you know, visions and helps us to do what we need to do. Jacob was a liar. It says Moses had a stuttering problem. You know, sometimes it's some it's hard to get things out when when uh, you're doing something something for the Lord. You know, my dad, and I'm sure he had mentioned this several times in his ministry, but my dad was uh, going to go to officer training, and he had to just give a five minute speech, and he got up there, and when he got up there, he only was able to do like two minutes in of the to to get into officer training so he didn't make it because he was so quiet and and timid and shy he he didn't like standing in front of people but when god got a hold of him look at what look at how he would minister and how he knew he didn't even know a stranger ever and you know sometimes when you allow god to take your life and use it he can bring it bring it forth to everything good because the thing is it's something to where you know we say we can't do anything or 
or we can't stand up in public. No, it's hard. It really is. But it's like God gives you the ability when you get when you give him your life and give him what you have. So many times we think I can't do it. And if we say I can't do it, you're you know the scripture that says I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. It's something to where we can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth, you know, me, but the thing is it's something to where sometimes it's yeah, is it scary? Yeah. Do you think that Noah, when he got ready to build the ark, that, that he didn't have a, a fear about what was going to happen? Or he had never seen, even seen rain. We went over that a few weeks ago. And do you realize that he, he preached for 120 years as he was building the ark? 120 years. You know, so many of us today are, um, well, I know when I was growing up, my dad my dad uh, taught and the men, the pastors that we had taught, you know, that Jesus was coming back for a bride that's ready. He, that Jesus is coming back for a chosen people, people that have accepted him as a personal savior. That was many, many years ago. But the thing is, it is true and it's going to happen. Just like Noah had preached for 120 years. The thing is, it happened. The rain came. The floods went and, you know, took care of everything. What I'm saying is, you know, even though we don't see things today, God's word always is true and amen. It, everything's going to come to pass as it says. I know it seems like, you know, well, you, in our finite little mind, we wonder, well, how did God, how is God ever there? How was he created? God's always been. And the thing is, it's something to where when we put our trust and life in his hands, he's, he does so much for us. He can take us and, and, you know, do things for us that's just unbelievable. You know, getting back to this, it said that Samson had long hair and, a, and he was a womanizer. Well, you know, we knew that his power was in his hair. But he, you know, he, 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 um, and Rahab was a prostitute. And, you know, in the, in, in that, Rahab went and saved the spies that came into the city. But do you realize that, that that was Jesus's 16 greats? That was his grandmother, great grandmother, 16 times great. You know, we think that. God can't use us, but God can use us beyond measure if we really, if we really look at things and we allow him to take our life, mold it and make it and, and take the junk out, help us to get the junk out, you know, but these people here, they were used of God and, and they, you know, they ended up, uh, giving their lives to God and changing. You've got to change. It says, David had an affair and he was a murderer you know but he repented and he asked God to forgive him and God did and the thing is it's something to where did he did he have things that we're always going to have things from our past that if we've reaped something I'm sorry if we've sowed something we're going to reap the precautions of it you know many times we we 
we think, you know, well, I'll do this, but, you know, nothing's going to happen. You better think twice because the thing is, God forgives us of our sins, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to reap some of the things of, of what we sowed. It says, um, <laughs> I didn't know this, it says, Isaiah preached naked. Jonah ran from God. Um, Job went bankrupt. Of course, we know the outcome of Job. Job. Job did not deny Christ. He went ahead and he stuck it out. He I mean, he lost his wife and he lost all of his family. He lost all of his worldly goods, all of his material possessions. He lost all of it because the enemy wanted to see if he would denounce God. This is not the day and time to turn away from God. This is the day to run towards him and hold on tight. And the thing is, you know, God, God blessed him with double of what he had. I mean, he was way beyond measure when he, when he stood with God. God knows how to take care of this situation if we allow him to do it. You know, so many times we take it out of God's hands and, and we say, no, nope, I think I can handle this God better than you. <laughs> you better think twice because you'll have things in a mess. It says that Peter denied Christ. The disciples went and fell asleep while they were praying. Martha was a worrier. The Samaritan was, woman was, a, was divorced. And, is it you know, it's something, and Lazarus was even dead, but God raised him from that. You know, if we're sitting in some place today and we're, we're wondering, well, Lord, what, how can you help me? All you have to do is just say, Jesus, call upon that name of Jesus. That name of Jesus is above every sickness, every disease, every heartache. Jesus, he went to the cross for us. He loved us so much that he gave us all. Are we giving our all to him? Are we doing what we can for him? If we're reaching out to people and loving people, you know, God will show us what we need to do. It's something to where we can't use excuses because there were so many people in the Bible that did wrong things, but they repented and asked God to forgive them. And God used them greatly. So, you know, if we're in a place right now today and we have uh, maybe failed in an area and you know it's something to wear or maybe we've backslidden maybe we've got away from God completely today is the day of salvation today is the day that you need to say Lord please forgive me please Lord come back into my life and, and wash me clean take away all the sins of my life and he will all he wants you to do is ask. And the thing is, and then we need to then you need to get in a Bible believing church and you need to get in to the word and you need to start putting that word in your heart that you might not sin against God is what the scripture says. So the thing is, it's something to where just let God run to God, not just when you need something. So many people do that. Does God hear you? Yes. But the thing is, 
He wants to have all of you, not just when you need something. You know, sometimes you might have a friend that the only time they call is when they need something. We should be reaching out to people all the time and loving people like Jesus did and does. So let's pray. Lord, I just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I know that your word is true and amen. I know, Lord, that you have given us your word so that we can live abundant life in you, that, Lord, we can reach out to people and be the vessel that you would have us to be. Lord, that I pray that you will guide our footsteps. Your word says that the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God, and, Lord, that, that we will stay in that those footsteps that you have us to go. Lord, that we are not too old or too weak or, or, Lord, that we have sinned too much because, Lord, when we ask you to forgive us, you forgive us. And, Lord, we just ask you in the name of Jesus that you will help us in every area of our life and go with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning, and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day. We've got the power. We've got the power.